Game week 11 top transfer targets today. I'm going to be taking you through some of the key players I think you should be buying into your teams that I'm trying to find space in in my team in FPL going into game week 11. What is up everyone? FPL Harry here. Welcome back to another video today. We are having a look at my top transfer targets. Now, this video was called top five players to buy, but from this week onwards, we are leveling up this video a little bit and we're going to be talking about transfer targets. There will still be five players to buy. We'll also be covering some of the other highly owned assets in the game and we'll also be covering a few of the players who are being transferred in that I think you should probably avoid buying into your team going into the upcoming game week. So before we dive in, a thousand likes on the video is always the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here as well. And to quickly start off, so these six players are not in the top five players to buy. But of course, if you don't own them, for me, some of they are the most prioritized transfers in again this week. This is Son, Salah, Bakari, Saka. Now, Saka does have Newcastle this week. So I understand if you don't necessarily want to do it this week, but going into game week 12, where is Burnley at home, he should still be a top transfer target for you. Ollie Watkins and Matty Cash of Aston Villa still remain in there despite being so highly owned. Of course, they're highly owned. I don't want to continue to tell you to buy them, but that's why they're in this earlier section. And finally, it is Erling Haaland. Now, Erling Haaland is an interesting one. A lot of you have potentially decided to sell him, or not maybe a lot of you, but I've definitely had questions over the past couple of weeks about no Haaland drafts and wildcard, about potentially routes to go and sell Haaland, what to do with the money elsewhere in your team. If you've sold Erling Haaland, I would buy him back if it is for a minus four only. If you're taking minus eights or minus twelves to stretch to go and buy Erling Haaland back into your FPL team going into game week 11 for Bournemouth at home, I think you don't do it. And I think you understand the plan of why you did it and understand that going into game weeks maybe 12, 13, 14, 15, he has got difficult fixtures and you might just have to hold off until game week 16 or so when they start to play Luton and Crystal Palace, you might want to start buying him back in. However, all of these players are probably the top transfer targets if you don't own them already. Then there are three transfer targets who people are buying into their team. Some of the most transferred in players this week that I don't think you should be buying into your team. And for me, I'll avoid. The first one is Eddie Nketiah of Arsenal. Now, he scored a hat-trick in game week 10, home to Sheffield United. However, in game week 11, they go away to Newcastle. Definitely a difficult fixture, that one. I continue to think that he will start up front in that game with Gabriel Jesus likely to be out, but it is a difficult fixture and I don't think we should be rushing to buy him. Going into game week 12, yes, it is a nice fixture at home to Burnley. He could potentially do well in this one. However, Gabriel Jesus is unlikely to be out for that much longer. It is then the international break after game week 12. Game week 13, we are likely to potentially have Gabriel Jesus back for Arsenal. So if that is the case and you are buying and catch it into your team this week, you are buying him for Newcastle away, Burnley at home, before you probably will have to transfer him out again because Gabriel Jesus will be back from his short spell on the sidelines. Now, if we get news that he's likely to be out for a longer term than that, but I don't think we will, then potentially it becomes a little bit more of a viable option. But right now, given those fixtures and given how soon Jesus is predicted to be back, I wouldn't be buying in Ketia. Next up is the Spurs defence. Now, they conceded late on against Crystal Palace and they have been good recently. However, the fixtures coming up for them, for me, is just not worth going and buying them. Chelsea at home, Aston Villa at home and Manchester City away in three of their next four games means that Tottenham defence are definitely not buys for me. The only game in theory that's a green fixture is game week 12 where they go away to Wolves. And in this fixture, Wolves have failed to score just once this season and that was the opening day. 
They will be without Pedro Neto for that fixture, so potentially Wolves will be a little bit weaker, but I still think that that is not the easiest game, and that is the only game in the next four that I think they will probably keep a clean sheet. If you have Udogi, you have Uporo. I sold Udogi last week, and I do think that probably sells actually rather than buys into your team, despite being some of the most transferred in defenders again this week. And then the final one is Huang Hichan. Now, he looks like a great Pedro Neto replacement. However, I do worry a lot about how I think Wolves will look without Neto playing on that right-hand side. He has more assists in the Premier League than any other player so far this season. Without him, the creativity of that Wolves team does drastically drop. He has assisted Huang several times for his goals. He looks great, but without Pedro Neto, that creativity does drop. He does have Sheffield United this week, but also plays Tottenham and Arsenal in two of the next four. For me, there is a cheap midfielder in this list that I would prefer to buy. So the first transfer target for me this week is upfront and that is Darwin Nunes. Darwin Nunes has always been a love-hate relationship with me and FPL but it does look like he's going to start to get a run of minutes in that Liverpool side. He has looked so good over the past couple of games. Of course he got a goal and assist at the weekend and now Liverpool are facing up against Luton in game week 11. 7.5 million and still a big differential just 14% owned. Really definitely a player. I wish I could buy into my team. I basically don't have a route to him without taking a hit and I'm not going to do that and I'm not going to sell Watkins or Haaland to buy him so I will not be buying him to my own team but if you have an easy route to go and get him I would definitely consider it. The online data is so strong. When he's on the pitch the chaos starts and he definitely gets chances. 0.78 expected goals per 90 so far this season. Now this is a little bit inflated as are his points per 90 because he has played a reasonable amount of minutes off the bench. However over the past couple of weeks Jurgen Klopp has spoken so highly about him that I do think that centre-forward role in the easier fixtures is his, where he can just go direct. He can cause teams a lot of issues, along with Mo Salah. I wish I could get him into my team, and if you have a route, I would do so. Next up is Musa Diaby. Now, I've gone back and forth about Diaby. He's in my team. I considered selling him this week, but then it was Luton. Then he's done really well. And actually, I do think he's a player you should consider buying with a couple of caveats going into this week. He is up to 6.8 million, having already risen in price early this week, 13.9% owned. The online data is really good. Three goals, five assists for him in the 10 games that we've had so far this season. The next four fixtures for Aston Villa still remain really good. Nottingham Forest, Fulham and Bournemouth in there. And they have Spurs away in that run as well, but I do think they can continue to do well. And I do think Diaby will continue to start as they do rotate quite a lot in their European fixtures and the likes of Diaby and Watkins do tend to get a rest. What I do caveat this is though, if you are buying him in game weeks 15 or so, you will likely want to sell him because of the fixtures getting a little bit more difficult. So if you are buying Musa Diaby into your team, it is a short-term punt for the next four game weeks. But as I say, I do think he will continue to do well. Aston Villa are the joint highest scorers in the Premier League so far this season. And with three of their next four fixtures looking like they do, I, I think he can do really well and I think it's worth taking the risk on it being a short four-week punt. Next up on the list is the cheap midfielder Simon Adingra at Brighton. Now, with Solly March out for a long time for the foreseeable future, it looks like Adingra is going to be first choice on the right-hand side. He's started the games while Solly March has been out and actually was starting a few while Solly March was filling in at left-back as well. Now, the online data for him is okay. He scored twice and one assist. So, whilst coming into the team, he has hit the ground running. The upcoming fixtures for Brighton as well are really, really nice, particularly over the the next three, Sheffield United at home in game week 12 does 
fall after they have a Europa Conference League game against Ajax, but still expect them to do well in the upcoming games. 0.8% owned as well. He is a really, really big differential. Cole Palmer from about game week 16 onwards is a very nice pick. And some of you might want to go straight to Cole Palmer at the same price as Adingra. However, I do think with the Brighton fixtures over the next few, with Solly March being out, Adingra can probably outscore Cole Palmer over that run and then you can potentially make the switch. Then moving into defence and Crystal Palace's fixtures over the next five do look really nice and we've gone with Mark Gahey. Mitchell is yellow flagged, so worth keeping an eye on that. And Anderson has risen all the way up to 4.8 million now. I don't think it's worth spending on the money on him. I'd rather just go and buy Gahey, leave the extra 0.3 in the bank. Anderson has risen in price because he's had a few attacking returns so far this season. But generally, the open play threat, the set piece threat isn't massively different for them. You're not going to play them that much. I do think I would just save the money and go with Gahey. Looking at those fixtures, they've also kept four clean sheets so far this season, which is the second most in the league. Only one behind first place. Looking at those fixtures over the next five, four points per 90 minutes so far for Gahey. 36 points. He's not going to set the world alight. He's not, you know, flashing and looking like a great great asset that's going to haul every week but to tick along if you need a defender for the short term for the next five in particular I think Gahey at 4.5 could be a great pick. And the final defender on the list is Simakas of Liverpool. Now I prefer him to going and buying in Gahey but a lot of you already have Simakas in your team so if you need another one then Gahey is a good pick but looking at the fixtures short term now Brentford at home in game week 12 is okay. Luton this week is really nice. Then it is Manchester City in game week 13. From game week 14 onwards though, there is continued a nice run of fixtures for Liverpool and for Simicast. So if you haven't bought him already, he's up to 4.6 million now. So he's risen twice in price having joined that Liverpool team where he's kept two clean sheets. Now, this is the two clean sheets that Liverpool have kept so far this season. They have an expected goal conceded every 79 minutes which is pretty good it's up there with some of the best defenses so far this season he also has a little bit of underlying threat with 0.2 expected goal involvements per 90 so with him playing left back as we saw at the weekend he can get forward he can put crosses into the box so although no attacking returns from so far this season I do think they'll be there with Robertson continue to be out and likely to miss the rest of the calendar year maybe return to action at some point in January so that does give us about 10 more weeks of Simicast starting in our FPL team. So 4.6 million, probably the number one defender to be buying into your teams at the moment. So, so far this video, we've covered six obvious players that you should be buying into your team, like Salah and Haaland. A few players that a lot of people are considering buying, which actually I would avoid getting. And then my top five players to talk about, to consider buying into FPL team going into game week 11. Let me know what you think about the slightly more in-depth video. Anything else you'd like to see in these videos, drop it all in the comment section down below. Plus, ask any questions you have about in your team as well. As always, I answer every single question left in the first half an hour of every video, plus as many more as I can throughout the rest of the week as well. So make sure you subscribe, but more importantly, turn on those notifications as well. 1,000 likes on the video is always the aim. And we'll be back again very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.